Hello and welcome to Trainer's Voice, brought to you by Guardian Angel Equine Services. This podcast was created for the busy equestrians in mind for on-the-go training, chat, and learning. My goal as a horse trainer is to help improve horses' lives and performance by educating and helping their owners. These episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience. Feel free to ask any questions. All my links are always in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back. So today I am going to talk about um, probability. So, excuse me. I've been thinking a lot about um, some things that I've been seeing on social media lately and kind of go by a process that I've, I've decided best suits me as a person. Um, With that being said, we're talking about going by the idea of probability. So what's the probability of this thing going to happen? So you see this a lot in uh, the idea of helmets. Um, You have a lot of people who either are for or against helmets for themselves. Now we're not going to be portraying or putting off the idea onto other people, whether we believe people should or shouldn't wear helmets. We're not going to get into that. Today we're talking about me, myself, and I, or you, yourself, and you, whatever. Um, So today we're only going to be thinking about ourselves and what we feel comfortable doing. So really where this idea for myself came from and by going by the idea of probability was helmets is kind of what started it. So... I, of course, when I was younger, felt like I could get on anything, and I wasn't scared at all, and didn't matter. So, of course, the probability of something happening to me then is more likely then than it is now, because of my willingness to do whatever. Um, So, then I rode very, very well. So actually our probability could change just to that factor. I don't ride as well as I used to. So I could even be more likely to get hurt now than I was then. Because even though I was more willing to get on anything and everything then, I was a much better rider then than I am now. So that could be questionable as far as the probability goes. But there are many other factors that go into a probability. So people kind of look at a helmet and they're like, ah, I don't need one. Like, eh, I don't really, I'm not a helmet kind of person. Or people are like, I'm going to wear a helmet every single time I buy a horse or on a horse. No ifs, ands, or buts. And so When we get to talking about probability, what is the probability of someone going to get hurt on a horse? Well, when looking at statistics around horses, horses are considered one of the most dangerous um, events to have as far as being injured or life-threatening. So um, it is more life-threatening in an instance of rather than playing a sport like basketball or most any other sports really um you are more likely to get killed um by 
taking on the activity of horses. So that statistic tells us, for one, that that probability of us getting hurt during an equine event versus us getting hurt playing basketball or something else already makes the probability of us getting hurt much more higher, which is one of the main reasons people wear helmets. Great. No problems with that if that's what you decide you want to do. So then you look into um, kind of your other factors. So probability takes in the statistics and factors of what's going on around us in the statistics of what we're doing. So with that being said, your probability of getting hurt riding a three-year-old versus getting hurt riding a um, versus getting hurt riding a 10-year-old, you know, um, is much more higher getting hurt riding a three-year-old than a 10-year-old. That is your probability because statistics say, you know, you know, younger horses, more danger. They don't know as much. They're not taught as much at that moment. They're more friskier. Um, some could say some 10-year-olds, you know, 10 to 12, they say is your horse's prime. So that's still questionable about how frisky they can be. But, you know, that's just part of a factor in your probability. So you got to take in all your factors, look at your statistics, and then kind of come across your probability of what is that. So when I'm looking at a horse and I want to decide, do I or do I not want to wear a helmet? Me personally, I look at these things. I look at the probability of how likely am I to get hurt? Now, of course, that's still playing a 50-50 game of am I going to get hurt or not? Because anything can happen, right? So but something I've never understood is people who are so religious about riding in a helmet when lots of times a person is going to get hurt on certain horses is mainly going to be on the ground. So I feel like if someone's going to be so religious that they've got to tell everyone else around them that they have to wear a helmet when they're riding a horse, why aren't they wearing helmets when they are grooming or or feeding or anything around a horse, you know, your statistics of looking at getting hurt around a horse as much. Now, I don't know the exact statistic, but from people I know personally, everyone who has been hurt around a horse has been on the ground versus in saddle or being thrown from the saddle. So to me and my personal statistic, not the world statistic, my personal statistics say that you're much likelier to get hurt off the horse than on the horse. So then you get into the statistic of how likely am I going to come off this horse if it were to spook or buck? Well, here's the thing. It depends on how good of a rider are you? What is your age? What's your confidence? You know, all of those factors. So people come into looking at probability, but they have to take into consideration all of these factors. So I choose as a person to not ride in a helmet a lot of times because of my factor of knowledge, um, because of it's the less likelihood of me getting hurt on Jake than it is 
more likely for me to get hurt on Betten, considering Betten is the first animal and first thing to ever break my arm. Um, so I am much more likely to wear a helmet on Betten than I am on Jake. So let's go into why I don't typically wear a helmet on Jake. First thing is mainly because it's just in my blood. I haven't worn a helmet for majority of my life and it is a hard habit to break to remember having to grab a helmet when I am going to ride a horse. So that is the first reason I don't typically ride a helmet because when I go out to my horses, I'm not like, oh, let me grab a helmet for safety. Not saying that that is a good or bad thing. If that is what you do, more power to you, stay safe. You know, if you feel like you need a helmet, always wear a helmet. But to me as a person, it's 25 years in my lifetime and I've, you know, I've been riding horses for 20 years and I, you know, it's just still not a habit for me to grab a helmet. I do have one. And I mainly do wear a helmet when I'm riding English because I'm, I am more uncomfortable in an English saddle. My balance is not up to par to where I would like it to be. So that is the probability and statistics of myself of being able of being more likely to grab a helmet, especially if I'm riding English and or jumping. So, uh, I do, and I used to jump horses in the winter. I used to jump Jake to kind of keep his muscles growing and building through the winter. So when come spring, when we start going to barrel races and stuff, it is better to, um, it, it, they're, what's the word I'm looking for? Their body does well with transitioning to running barrels versus letting them off all winter and not doing crap. And then their muscles kind of deteriorate. So there's that. Um, with that being said, you know, I hope all of this makes sense. I know I get on here a lot and I just kind of blab on about what I think people should know and whether you want to listen to it or not. <laughs> so that's just kind of my whole idea about my probability outlook on life. And so if I decide, you know, do I want to ride in a saddle today or not, you know, I look, or if I want to ride in a helmet or not, you know, I look at the probability of how likely am I to get hurt during this situation? Do I plan on going and doing exercises, running around in the pasture, or do I want to go for a nice stroll through the pasture? You know, things like that. So I look at the likelihood. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that for a moment because I know a lot of people who are posting things like a hoof, or not a hoof, a shoe being stuck in the hoof, or um, the horse... Uh, there was one about a blanket, which made me think of this because it was a blanket, a horse blanket that was, I don't think it was caught on anything. Maybe it caught a leg. Maybe I don't remember exactly what it was, but the person stated in their post on Facebook that in all their years of owning horses, they have all, they have never come across this situation before. And so it made me think of the whole, you know, how many people are going to look at this picture and be like, oh, I'm never going to blanket my horse because of this. But it comes down to what the, what the person said in the post. In all their years, and I'm assuming this person is my age or older, so we're going to say 20 plus years, um, 
that this has happened once? You know, what is the probability of that? I feel like as horse owners, we really, um, we really tend to focus a lot on the smallest probability of things happening versus focusing on, you know, how likely is that really to happen again? Is this person even ever going to have that happen again in their lifetime? Probably not. And so why would I choose to never do something in my life ever again solely on the reasoning of the probability of something that can happen? That's what doesn't make sense to me. And it's the same with a helmet. You know, um, a lot of people ride in a helmet, and I'm not saying this is wrong, so please don't take it that way. I'm just kind of thinking, like I said, we're talking about me, myself, and I today, not other people. But people take one incident that hasn't even happened to them, but happened to someone else, or the probability of it could happening. And a lot of the times, people who I know who religiously wear a helmet because of a safety concern have been through a weird, random, tragic thing that happened to them or something that happened to someone they know. So it's kind of like a freak accident, but we're going to solely wear a helmet on that. So a helmet is a bad, bad example for this because helmets are a safety concern, you know, they are wearing a helmet, you know, it's a safety concern of why we wear a helmet. Um, so like, I, I get why people wear a helmet and I'm not telling nobody not to wear a helmet, but like the blanket incident, why would you slowly decide not to blanket your horse ever again because of something that hasn't happened to you at all and to someone that it happened to hasn't happened to in 20 or plus years of working with horses and it was just a freak accident that happened you know i think it's very important as horse owners to take in consideration freak accidents happen crap happens and you know there's some things that we just can't control And we can't, you know, we just got to go with it. So we have to prepare ourselves for the best we can for the care we can give. But to try to prevent freak accidents from happening or trying to prevent things from happening that is not ever going to be in our control is not a great way to go about caring or living, if that makes sense. So I just want to get on here and talk about probability because of that. And the whole idea of, I had seen another post about this horseshoe that was like, I don't know if the horse was running in a pat. So when I look at the image and I didn't read the full post, but when I look at the image, I assume what happened and this may not have been what happened, but a horse, there was a loose shoe, a shoe that had maybe fallen off out in the pasture or something, the horse is running in the pasture and it steps on it and it went through the top part of the hoof of the foot. So that is what I imagine to happen. Lots of things can happen to cause that. 
but that has never ever happened in my life. I have never met anyone that that has happened to. I've only seen it on Facebook. So acknowledging that it can happen, but to say I will never ever shoe my horse because of that is could potentially at a time, I don't shoe my horses anyway, but could potentially put my horse in danger if I decided he is never going to wear shoes. Maybe something happens and he has to have a pair of shoes, but because of that thing I've seen on Facebook, I'm going to decide I'm not going to put shoes on him. Could make him go lame if he was to need shoes for a specific reason. So, you, you get where I'm coming with this. You, you get... So we're looking at probability. So that is why with horses, I look at my probability and statistics of things to happen. So I take my personal statistics, what I call my personal statistics is my experience, things that I've seen or witnessed or heard of from people I physically know. Then I take the what I call world um, worldwide statistics. So that could be studies, um, things I've seen on Facebook or other people around the world that I've heard from whatever. Um, so just taking those ideas and applying those to my life and understanding, can it happen? Yes, but what's the probability of that going to happen in the next week, month, or my lifetime? So, but the best thing we can do as horse owners is to prepare ourselves to care for what could happen. That is the best thing you can do versus trying to prevent it from happening. So, I'm also talking about like freak accidents. I'm also, I'm not talking about bowed tendons or something that could have been prevented um, for certain types of care or workouts or better preparing your horse. I 100% believe in preventing things, but I believe in preventing things that are common and happen on an everyday basis. I don't believe in trying to prevent freak accidents from happening. So that is where all this is going. I hope all of that makes sense for today's little um, thought of the day. I am happy that you guys are starting to love my podcast. I'm getting more and more feedback in that you guys are loving it. I'm sorry that it is not professional. It's kind of just, if you're new here, I literally just think of something I feel like needs to be said or talked about, and then I put it out there. And so um, that's literally what it is. My podcasts are unedited. I am dyslexic and high functioning autistic. So a lot of what I say may not work. My So crap like that happens where people call me and cut out. So, and I'm not going to edit that out. I'm sorry. This is my life of you're going to get everything about me. So you're going to get to learn me and who I am real quick here. So a lot of things that I, that I hear in my brain and I say it doesn't quite make sense. So I will reiterate myself a lot on my podcast because of the way my brain works and the issues I have with my brain. So I hope that is okay with you guys. But so far, a lot of you are liking this podcast and I'm so excited because I'm going to try to start doing this more and more often. Um, I'm personally going through what I want to do in the equine world right now because I've had a lot of ideas and stuff, you know, of, of what I want to do and how I want to go about things. But that is a, a different podcast for a different time. And since I've got nothing to do today, we may just record one later on today. So we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.